Greetings, my fellow Wayfarer on this road of life. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thank you so much for joining me on this chapter of the journey again today. Friday, good Friday, the end of another work week. We find ourselves in Psalm 139 today, and I spotlighted the last two verses, 23 and 24, which say, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Today's podcast is entitled Judicial Realizations. Yesterday, I spent some time with a friend who's a bit further down life's road than I am. He sees the finish line of his vocational journey fast approaching, and the fact that his days are numbered and there are fewer days ahead than behind is not lost on him. We had a really good, honest talk. I just want to finish well, he said to me. And we then quickly recounted the names of those we know who did not finish life's journey very well. It was a sobering thought. Now, if you ask me to share my individual unvarnished life story with you, I'm going to share some things that are pretty unseemly. Along my life journey, I have been guilty of both pretty sins and ugly sins. And for about the first uh, 15, 20 years of my 40 years as a Jesus follower, I did my best to hide these things under a well-polished veneer of goodness. Eventually, things caught up with me. And as I hit bottom and could no longer keep up appearances, I had a friend who was a fellow believer and also a therapist tell me, you know, Tom, I've been watching the slow deconstruction of the image of Tom. I've learned along this life journey that sometimes old things must be raised before new, fruitful things can begin growing. The 23rd Psalm is undoubtedly at the top of the billboard charts for all-time favorite ancient Hebrew songs. Today's chapter, Psalm 139, is definitely going to make the top 10. It might even be number two. And if you've never read it, I encourage you to do so. The liner notes ascribe it to David, which adds an intriguing layer of meaning to the lyrics. It's easy to read Psalm 139 in the mind frame of the devotional and the theological, but in the context of David's day, the lyrics are judicial. Christian theology holds that God is omnipresent, meaning that God is present in all places at all times. And while the lyrics of David's song support this idea, the ancients of David's world had no such notion. Rather, they considered that both gods and kings had access to all places and all knowledge. Therefore, no one could run and hide from justice. No matter how high, low, near, or far I try to hide, the divine judge has full access, even to see and know the person I really am beneath the well polished veneer of goodness that I put forth. Much like the 51st Psalm, David's song is an honest and intimate confession. David is laying open his life, his heart, and his soul before God, who is the divine judge. In doing so, David is exposing his own sins, both pretty and ugly, 
He's a man of violence and bloodshed, an adulterer, a murderer, a failed father, a failed husband, and a less than perfect king. David stands before God knowing that God doesn't need the Freedom of Information Act to see all of this. David asks God to search his very heart, which ironically is the one thing that led God to choose David in the first place. Which leads me back to my story and my life, which is every bit as polluted with both pretty sins and ugly sins. There came a point in my journey that I had my own Psalm 139 moment. I could continue running, hiding, and polishing, but that never got me anywhere healthy. So I owned my own shit. (laughs) I processed my feelings, my failings, and my indulgent human appetites. Ironically, it was at that point in my spiritual journey that a number of really good things began to sprout within me. In the quiet this morning, I can't help but think about the fact that I'm writing these words on Good Friday. As I remember that, quote, God made him who had no sin to be sin for me so that I might become the righteousness of God, end quote. I am reminded that it's not about the things that I have done, but the thing that Christ did for me. The more honest I am about the things I have done, the more potent the thing that Christ did for me becomes. And as Paul wrote to the believers in Rome, it is that kindness of Christ that leads me to genuine repentance. Not judgment, not condemnation, not religious rigor. So this morning, I find myself thinking that if I really want to finish this journey well, then I have to keep this spiritual truth, this judicial realization before me this day, each day, until I reach the journey's end. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here on the Chapter Day Journey on Monday.